SteinbachOnline.com, the voice of our community. Please be joined in studio with Don Amaro. Don, it's great to see you again. Hey, man. Thanks. Pleasure to be here. Last time I think you were in uh, in Steinbach, I think you were doing something Christmassy. Christmassy, yeah. <laughs> Amaro Little Christmas. So that, you know, it's funny as you mentioned that, like, I'm literally in the midst of discussions for a Merry Little Christmas 2019. So here we are, the beautiful weather. The trees have finally blossomed, and I'm thinking Christmas. So yeah. <laughs> You're always thinking ahead, though. That's the key, right? <laughs> try, I try. I try to, yeah. All right, so what's been keeping you busy since we last seen you? Oh, man, there is uh, a lot of good things. I've been uh, blessed to win some uh, country music awards. So I won some uh, Manitoba Country Music Awards, Male Arts of the Year, and uh, Video of the Year, and Album of the Year. Be- unbelievable. Uh, and then I also... Uh, one a baby boy. Uh, I have my wife and I uh, welcomed our son Elliot about six and a half weeks ago, seven weeks ago, and uh, so we're you know we're living off naps. That's how we're doing it. And I've got I've got two other kids, so I mean they trained us well yeah. to not not to sleep. <laughs> uh, and so uh, so yeah, but there's that. And uh, one a couple of weeks before that, even uh, um, country album of the year at the Indigenous Music Awards. So it's it's been a pretty amazing year. And also on Christmas Day last year, staying with the Christmas theme. I signed a record deal with uh, MDM. Man, there is yeah. so much going on, and it's all, its I can see the smile on your face, man. It's so, its so great. There's a lot to unpack there. So yeah, let's yeah. go back to last sure. year. Before yes. we get into the family, because we could spend a lot of time talking about uh, your love for your family. Too much. Yeah, they get too much airtime. <laughs> let's not go there. Signing, <laughs> signing on Christmas Day. Yes. That's pretty unique. Well, so uh, I, I kind of pushed it. So <laughs> so what happened was the, the contract was ready to go. We had it on the desk. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to hold off for a couple of days so I can, like, kind of a Christmas present to myself in a way. It was like, I'm going to remember this as, you know, Christmas Day. I signed my very first record deal. And, uh, yeah, for me, I, I love the fact that that's something that I can kind of carry with me. Take us through the process of what it's like, because I've never signed a record yeah, deal. Yeah. Like, what's it? What's it like? Um, you know, it's actually pretty painless. Uh, you know, I think it's just a matter of you know, it was obviously the first time I'm looking at a document like that. So you know, you want to make sure you you know, for the budding artists out there looking for record deals, you know, make sure you read it, know what know what it says, and know what you know what you're in for, and know what you're you're uh, you know, there's obviously some treats in there too for you. So I think it's really important to kind of know what you know, have it have it read and read it well and. Um, I think we did have a lawyer kind of go through it as well. I, that's a big part of the process too, just because you know I don't want to don't want to be signing any of those kids away. Yeah, I want to keep them. <laughs> you want to keep all three. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but yeah, no. For honestly, Mike Denny over at MDM, they're good people, and um, I have to say that because he's in the room here over there in the corner. But uh, no, no, good good crew, good good team of people that are. Uh, you know, I mean, honestly, if you, you build the right relationships in this industry, that stuff's kind of secondary. It's not even an issue, really. So, so you uh, you sign on Christmas Day. You see your name. You've written your autograph, you know, thousands of times. But to have it on that contract, did you kind of stand back and look and and have a moment of just maybe relief? What did you feel? Uh, you know, because it's such a there is a build to it, right? Because there is a lot of like editing and kind of going back to the table and a bit of you know uh, negotiations, kind of that happens. By the time you get to signing it, it's kind of like it's been around for a couple of months, and so you're like, oh. This is cool. I, sh- I should probably frame it. I don't even know where it is right now. I should probably <laughs> figure out where that contract is. <laughs> Mike really liked that answer. <laughs> yeah. He's got it. He's got it. <laughs> it's, he's, as long as he's got it, it's all good. Uh, so uh, what was the what was the family response like when, uh, when this whole process is going on? Because I know it's probably a lot for you to balance, right? Yeah, I mean... You know, my wife is very astute, and uh, and she's the the wiser one between the two of us. So she really helps me kind of sort some of this stuff out, and and understanding, um, you know, all the ins and outs of stuff. That I'm the kind of guy that always takes the leap, and then I think about it later. You know, and uh, you know, you want to make sure you have your parachute on first. 
Uh, and That's so, <laughs> so she she always makes sure I get strapped the parachute on on these kinds of things. And um, so you know she and she's such a um, a realist. She can kind of like you know help me kind of keep my feet on the ground and you know also keep my head from inflating too much. So uh, <laughs> it's 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 a very healthy balance. And, uh, and honestly, it's a beautiful thing. And my whole family. I mean, my kids don't really get it. Like they just know Papa goes and sings songs, right? Uh, but uh, but as a family, yeah, I think it's just it. it I I keep saying this. I've been saying this the last couple of weeks. I, I feel like I won the lottery because. You know, I, I'm in this for the long haul. I've been doing this for 13 years full-time already. You know, and now to have, uh, you know, I've had a great manager in my life for the last couple of years, uh, Lori Brown, who's still with me. She co-manages with, with Mike Danny over at MDM. And, uh, and the beautiful thing is, in it, like, I have this incredible team that sort of, you know, all pistons are firing at, you know, and, and moving my career in a certain direction. So when I'm at home and immersed in family stuff, I've got, there's this team of people doing stuff on my behalf. And uh, honestly, it's a pretty beautiful thing. It's yeah. gonna be. I'm just. I'm so excited for you because oh, I, I know how much you've put into it. You put your heart and your soul into it, and and like you said, to be able to go home and spend time with family while others are are kind of working, that's got to be so important to you because you got to have that family time. Yeah, man. Honestly, like I, th- that's priority number one. You know, I've often said in this industry, like if if you are sacrificing family for success in the industry. I mean, there is some of that that has to happen. I mean, it's just natural. Mm-hmm. Um, but but to, to be a successful musician and lose your family and lose the people you love, um, I think that's not a successful journey at all. So for me, it's really about balance and understanding that there's there's a lot of time at home and then there's a lot of time away and really just kind of making sure that it's you're kind of keeping both fires going at all times, and, uh, and that's an important thing. Now, signing, the pressure kind of switches, right? Because you, you work so hard to get signed. And then, like, the real work really begins. You know, in a way, yes and no. Honestly, like, for me, I, I because I've been going so long and so hard at this thing, I, I it almost offered me a breath of fresh air because I was kind of, like, fin- you know, finally feeling like there is this team now that's that I don't have to worry about the design or the logo or the, you know, all the ins and outs of the daily grind. There's a team of people sort of now taking care of those things. And um, it's funny because emails go around and I'm the last guy to respond on them. So I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, they got it. It's good. And just because, you know, like for me, again, like I said, I'm, I'm literally in my sweats with my kids you know, on my hands and knees playing <laughs> pony, you know, that's, I kid you not, that's my daily grind at home and it's beautiful, <laughs> it's lovely, and uh, and, it, and it's just, honestly, man, it's it's like winning the lottery, I can't say it enough. Man, it's it's so great, and the music, I mean, like, that's what it's really all about, right, and, and getting to do what you do, and you've been a fantastic artist for so long to, to have people like Mike and, and MDM believe in you and believe what you what you want to put out, what does that mean to you? You know, you uh, you work so hard, and, and I, mean, I shouldn't say you. <laughs> I feel like for me, I've I've really fought hard. Enough, maybe fought's the wrong word, but but aimed to be an authentic, uh, you know, uh, artist who's bringing just my real self to the table and not try to be anything but that. You know, and so as my career has evolved and changed, and you know, I went from that rootsy singer songwriter guy to sort of I've been all over the map in this industry and. And for me, kind of where I'm at now, kind of more immersed in the country scene than ever before, to me, that's a natural progression. And, and having the support all around me in the way that I do, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just beautiful, man. I, life is, I, I think there is this glow about me, and it's not just these silver hairs popping <laughs> out of my head that, hey, my, that my kids bless me with, but yeah. <laughs> no, you, there is a glow, and there's like a positive feel and a positive vibe as soon as you walked into the building today. Like you talking to you, you're always a bright guy. Like you always have, you know, you love what you do. There's a different kind of mm. sense. There's an excitement. There's like that fire, like those pistons you were talking about yeah, firing yeah. off. Uh, you know, when you when you uh, when you look back and you think about all the hard work that you've put into it, and now that you have that team, a big word that jumps out to me is trust. And you have to trust the group around you because now, you know, you're you're 
not delegating, but there are a lot of them taking care of it where you yeah. normally would. What's that adjustment like for you? You know, I think it's just like any healthy relationship. It's about communication, you know, and if you just have keep those lines of communication open and you're talking and, I, you know, I, Mike might say I probably talk too much, but I, I have a lot of ideas and I have a lot of, you know, things that inspire me. And, and, and I, what's what's great about it is, you know, like, like Mike and Lori can help me refine those a bit because I'm off here in, you know, outer space with my thoughts sometimes. And they go, that's cool, but how are you going to make that happen, you know? And it's nice to be able to rein those in at, at times. And, and people who are have really, you know, boots to the ground and know the scene. I mean, Mike's been in this industry for, you know, 30 years or so. And so he knows, you know, what's going to fly and what's not. And and, so, and I think sometimes it is a bit of a, a, a push and pull. You know, you kind of figure out sometimes. And sometimes as an artist, you don't want to lose your own thing in all this. And I think the thing that's beautiful about this is we've not, we have yet to hear, you know, Mike, anybody that's able to say, no, you're not doing that. That's not, that's not the, the case here. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. Well, let's let's figure out a way to make that happen, and I think that's a proper relationship in this industry. How much of you know where you are in life right now, the maturity, how long you've been in the game? How much does that play into you know finding that balance of of you know what you want out of it, you know what you can put in? How much does that maturity really play a, play I a role? Th- I think it's a, uh, like you know I said push and pull a second ago, but it's the give and take. It's sort of like understanding what I'm good at and and bringing that to the table and bringing the best of myself to the table, but also knowing there's a lot of things I'm not good at. And, and I recognized that a long time ago that there's so many strengths and, and gifts in this industry that I don't have them all. You know, I've got a few, uh, but there are so many other people that, you know, like some incredible songwriters, some incredible musicians, like it blows, it makes me mad sometimes actually how good some of these artists are. Um, but realizing that it doesn't have to be a competition, we can work together. And, you know, for this next, you know, bit of music coming down the line for me, I work with uh, Danny Cappell is, you know, world-renowned guitar player, producer, you know, who's... Uh, next level for me and you know we're excited to kind of be sharing some of those songs with you guys in a, in a couple of weeks down the road so we're gonna uh, got some of that rolling out soon you talk about those relationships country music is is it's, that's that foundation is is every artist kind of pulling for each other and and always kind of supporting each other once you signed uh, you know you're in a stable with with a lot of amazing artists what's it like to uh, to you know be around them or, or have them maybe start to influence you a little bit yeah you know I mean, I've always felt this sense of like there's you know terry cruz says this lines that that uh, you know it's it's not about competition and what did he say was uh, you know everybody says there's this yeah you, everybody can get a slice of the pie and he says no just make your own pie everybody can make their own pie you don't have to split this pie up into a million pieces so i've always felt like you know there everybody has sort of you know mike and i've been using this phrase lately has a lane you know you have a lane that you operate in and that's fine and 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 do what you do well but also like i'm also the kind of person that believes like I'm not supposed to shine 24-7. You know, there's moments where other people are going to shine in this industry. And, and I want to also hold people up to do what they do and do what they love and not sort of be the one to get in the way of anybody else sort of being in full blossom in what they do. So I think this industry, you know, th- there is a lot of sometimes cutthroat, uh, you know, uh, people that, that are trying to outshine other people. And, y- and you want to get out there and be, be the best you. But, uh, you know, I might be far from the best artist. That, that may never be my, this, my story. But for me, it's more about... Um, just just offering my best at all times and 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 getting out of the way so other people can be their best too. Yeah, you don't want to be the best at the expense of somebody else. Exactly. Like you yeah. want to you know build you want it to be you like but never hurting somebody else. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so you know that's the artist Don Amaro. Let's talk about the dad and the husband and the the, the guy that's away from the stage. You hold on, hold on. I just gotta put my sweats on. <laughs> <laughs> so you just had a baby. Not I, you. I not didn't. you physically. I didn't. Yeah. No. No. no you, I don't think I can do that yet. <laughs> you welcomed your third child and. Yeah. 
so what were you like how do you deal with the pregnancy and and uh you know being away and like how do you do how do you how do, do with all that how do i deal how do you deal with it <laughs> can you tell i don't have well, kids <laughs> well i try to stay out of the way that's that, that's the right way did you learn that uh, around <laughs> round three you learn that it's just better stay out the way no i you know i think uh you know, leading up to to baby arriving it was actually a don't tell my wife i said this but it was a real easy journey um, she might not say that, you know, that last <laughs> trimester for any woman knows it's not an easy one because you're carrying around, you know, 20, 30, 40 extra pounds. And, uh, and so for, for, uh, for us, it was easy. Once the baby came, man, it was, uh, like a tornado hit our house. Like I, and I was in full on, like, and here's the crazy thing. So, uh, you know, seven weeks ago, I was supposed to be in Nashville recording some stuff and, uh, this, these new songs and, um, and literally about six hours earlier, my son decided to show up. He was like, no, I'm coming. And so we had to cancel the trip and the producer, Danik came up to Winnipeg and did some stuff here. So it was like, we were in like, uh, like a frenzy for literally for five weeks, the better part of five weeks, just, you know, every day, three loads of laundry. Like it was just nonstop, you know, five loads of dishes. We don't have a dishwasher at home. So. Uh, I've been the dishwasher <laughs> at home. Uh, and I, I've, I've t- if my wife was here, she would say that I'm definitely the cleaner, uh, you know, of, of the two of us. I'm the guy that does all the, the you know, getting the elbows greasy kind of thing at home. Yeah. And uh, But we're trying to raise dishwashers. That's what we're trying to do at home. But Well, you have three now. So yeah, exactly, you, it's, yeah. it's a good line. One washes, <laughs> one dries, and one can supervise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the, one the only problem is, is that, that when we let our kids do our dishes, then we have to do them over. That's, <laughs> that's the phase we're in right now. It's yeah. true. You watch them do that, yeah. and then you have to correct and you, it. And you applaud them, and you pretend to put them away, and you, you remember which ones are dirty, and you bring them all back out later when they're in bed. So. <laughs> you have three now. So you're running. It's, it's, you used to do, you could do man-to-man. Now you got three. The zone you, defense. Zone defense yeah. now, and I, I guess yeah, you got you and the wife got to separate kind of a little bit, and then. Well, and the thing is, you know, like like the first little bit, obviously she's you know immersed in in, in in you know new babyhood, right? And baby's clinging to mom, right, for you know many reasons, and yep. and you know he's mom is is his life force really, and so um you know she's and, and you know obviously giving birth that takes a lot out of mom, and so she was you know for the better part of a month was kind of just laid up with with our with our baby boy Elliot. And I'm sort of like just full on, again, full on dad mode, which again is, is, is beautiful. And I love the fact that I was able to take some time off to be able to be there in that season. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a juggle. The juggle is real. The juggle is, that's good. That's, <laughs> I sense that could be on a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, you know, how much has being a father, you know, changed the way that you just, you view music, you view life. I mean, like some people will say they have like that cathartic moment where it just brightens everything. But for you, you know, giving what you do, how how has it affected you? I think I, I've always been a man of vision in this scene. Before even before I had kids, it was all about like how can I bring something of substance to the table that's gonna give people something to think about. I mean, all the while I love you know just being funny and goofy and having a good time. But I think there's also something deeper that I I I hope to bring bring music as medicine for folks. You know, um, but when, when my kids were born, I always say my stock went up because you know as soon as they come into the world, um, it's it's literally more mouths to feed and and you know my role as a man as a husband as a father i think really kind of steps up and it's like it, it's not just about me and what i want anymore you know and it's really about collectively making sure that i can bring good humans into the world and that a big part of that is what i do as my career you know and and one of the conversations i'm having with my 7 year old lately is um and he was like why do you have to go can't you just cancel it? he really wanted me to cancel next week's trip i'm in in ontario next week and why do you, why can't you cancel that? And I said, well, buddy, you, you know, I, I do a job that I love. I'm, you know, I was able to stay home for five weeks. Now I got to get back to, you know, what, what, what dad does. 
And uh, and I said, but but I'm hoping that you one day will find something that you're passionate about and something that you love because um, I think it's really healthy for kids to see parents pursuing something that they're passionate about. I mean, I do think it it does affect the overall psyche of the home when a you know a parent's going off to do a job they hate and just punching the clock and coming home. I think that reflects negatively on the whole household. And so um, I'm really happy that my kids get this as much as it's hard and have to say goodbye sometimes for a week or two at a time. But I, I do think it's great that my kids will grow up knowing and having seen their father, you know, uh, pursue something he loves. And I hope that they, you know, follow suit. Don, you've always had your feet, very, ever since I've known you and, and started following your career, you've always had your feet very firmly planted on the ground. But being a dad, and I, I can hear how much you love being a dad <laughs> and talking to your seven-year-old, do you, do you think that helps you become a, an even greater role model? Because you, you think about all that you've done, and, and mm-hmm. now people are, are really looking up to you. Did that equip you maybe mentally and emotionally to be a, a greater role model? I've probably been a worse person being a father than I was before I became a father. And honestly, kids bring out the best and worst in you. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, <laughs> the, in, in a nutshell, that's kind of it's how I feel. Some, you feel like a failure. You Oftentimes you're like, oh, I, you know, I, I kind of blew up. I shouldn't have done that. And th- that's kind of the stuff that, I, you know, top of mind. But it definitely does add this level of like, um, you know, I'm I'm now responsible for you know making sure that these kids grow up and you know that that you know they don't become jerks in the <laughs> world, you know, and uh, you know, and I can only do so much because they're influenced by so much of the world. But I'm hoping that uh, you know as they they you know learn the right things and the wrong things from Mama and I that they kind of you know can can hopefully always choose the right, you know, but at the same time, knowing that they're going to go out and make mistakes and, sure. and even preparing myself for that now as you know, I, my kids are only seven, three and six weeks. So it's like, but I'm already thinking about that and like knowing that they're going to go out and make bad decisions and how do I as a father then support them in that? So I don't know if I answered your question, but well, really, really it's about sort of, uh, um, yeah, just, just trying my, trying my best every day, man. Well, what about when you come into contact with other kids that aren't yours, you know, and they start looking up to you and they start mm. asking you questions yeah. and, and you know, like they they view you as that kind of of that kind of person. How do you uh, like? Do you feel like you're a better, more mature person now to to kind of be able to handle that? Because you know, it, it's tough for some artists when they mm. start, you know, all that ad- adulation. You know, I I I accept that uh, that title of role model, and I b- because I work so closely in the indigenous community as well, and and being somebody who wants to, uh, uh, you know, the term that a friend of mine said to me was an amplifier of indigenous thought and ideas. I love that, and, and for me, it's also like understanding that there is so much um, uh, negativity and, and heaviness that has hit communities in the First Nations communities of, of Canada that I feel like they, there needs to be more light and lightheartedness and and, uh, you know, and and positive role models that can help them kind of steer them in the right direction. So I accept that 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 title in a way too, and and I it, so it didn't it didn't really um, uh, kind of shake me you know but but it, it does having kids does kind of make you think a little more uh in, in a bigger way about that role that you have and uh um but it's more an ex- more of an extension of that that whole thing and i think you know i, I said the word vision a, a while ago I, I do believe that that's something a lot of artists if you if you're lacking that then then when the road gets hard you want to give up and throw in the, the you know throw in the, the white flag because you're feeling like i, ca- I got to give up i don't know what to do but if you have vision, when any of those bad times come or, or things that don't go your way, um, you're able to kind of carry on and, and keep going because you've got that grand vision that keeps you focused on that, you know. Talking with Don Amaro on the Steinbeck Online Podcast. Don, uh, you touched on it, but your Aboriginal heritage, you're so proud of that. You're so proud of your background. And mm-hmm. to be uh, a fixture in that community, what does that mean to you? You know, I, uh, 
it's interesting for me because I didn't grow up with a lot of that tradition. I didn't grow up, uh, I grew up, you know, north end of Winnipeg. So for me, it, was, it wasn't even a, a big part of my upbringing. My family, you know, through their own disconnect from their communities, didn't really raise us kind of to ag- even acknowledge that part of who we are. Right. You know, and then as I become a man and I'm thinking about my life and who I am and where, do my, where are my roots, um, you know, I started uncovering some of that and, and getting, you know, bits of information from my mom and my dad. And, um, and, and so for me, music uh, and my connection to the Indigenous community has got grown hand in hand. And, uh, and so for me, there is, there is no separation. People often ask me, like, how do you keep the two connected? And for me, it's like, well, they, they, they have been connected since I began. And, uh, and so, yeah, so for me, it's, it's, it's a pretty important part of this. And, and the journey for me as I'm, you know, journeying more and more in d- deeper into the c- country world, uh, that's a big part of the conversation that I want to be part of because I, I, I don't hear it happening in the country world. And I think that there is, it's important to be part of it. And, and you know, how do you do it in a way that's, you know, uh, lending your thoughts and ideas uh, in a way that's uh, receptive, you know, for people to, to be able to receive and, and not feel like they're, they're getting, <laughs> for, for a bit, lack of a better term, preached at, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about the music. You're getting into the country. You've, like you said, you've done so much in the music game already. But is there a new level of excitement when you start branching into a new genre, which is has got so wide open when it comes to what you could do in it? You know, I uh, I I think it's honestly it's a scene that that the doors opened up more uh, in a, in a bigger way in the last couple of years. Um, and I mean, you listen to the sounds of country music nowadays; it's very different from what it was you know even ten years ago. And especially if you really go back to the country purists, right? Oh yeah. Um, and so I, I think it's uh, it's an interesting scene, and I and I hope that you know, as a, as a guy who's venturing into that world, um, uh, that you know, I I'm again I'm bringing my authentic self to the table, and I'm not I'm not trying to be something I'm not. I'm I'm just really uh, wanting to be a guy that's uh, still got something to say and still got you know important stories to share. And um, also, I just, I just want to have a really good time with folks too. I think I think the country music world, the country music fans. Just want to have a good time, and I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm not here for a long time, but I'm here for a good time. Tell us about new. The <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the new music. Yeah, so uh, again, recorded with Danik Dupel. Um, he's the guitar player from Emerson Drive. He's a fantastic dude, incredible producer. And so uh, Mike uh, Denny over at MDM had said, um, you know, you should let's take a look at Danik, and because I'd worked in the past with with you know, legendary great here in Manitoba, Murray Pulver and oh, yeah. uh, Saskatchewan boy uh, Bart McKay. Both have incredible ears, incredible gifts in the music scene. Danik was like, like for me, it was sort of like that that next level. Like you always want to raise the bar and figure out how to go to that next place. And um, and and Danik was it for me. You know, it was it was one of those things that I didn't know right away until you know, obviously you get this start getting the songs back and you're like, this is this is definitely a step up. And you start going like, do I actually have anything else in me? Do it, could I go to that? Is is there a bar that's even higher than what I've got so far? And uh, and Danik, you know, honestly, he he pushed me. Uh, kind of made me mad a couple times, uh, you know, but but in a good way, he, you know. Kind of, I think for a guy who's been doing this as long as I have, I think it's important to continue to grow and and, and be willing to kind of be pushed. You know, I don't ever think that I've got all the best ideas, and it's 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 cool to be in a room with a guy like Danik, who is, um, yeah, gonna kind of kind of nudge you in a, in a way that uh, helps you grow, and and he really really did. Were you surprised that you were able to grow in that way? Like, did you think you had it in you that you could, you know, that you could do that? <laughs> That's a funny question because, you know, I go in there and I'm like, I'm going to knock his socks out. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna sing and he's just going to be blown away. And then, you know, you sing the song and, and <laughs> you know, I'm kind of like, so what do you think? And and he's like, 
do it again. You know, <laughs> you're like, oh, that's that's it. That's all. I'm not going to get a gold star. <laughs> no like, pat on the head. No nothing. <laughs> so, uh, so that was really, you know, honestly, it was it was good for me because you know you you sing a song and sometimes people you know, they're like, oh my goodness, you know, that, that's as, you're done. You're good as it gets, right? And uh, but it's nice to be with a guy like Dan who hears, you know, some of the best, right? And uh, um, so it was it's it's a humbling experience, but also again one that I. I welcome because you know I I never want to be stagnant. I never want to be like, I've got it all figured out. This is you know this is the end of the line. I'm, I'm I could do this for the rest of my life. I'm hoping that you know in 20 years I'm still being pushed and, and nudged in in that direction. You know. Uh, okay, so let's specifically get into a, a new single. Are you gonna release a new single? Yeah. So there's a new song coming down the line. It's called Music Lover. Um, and uh, you know, like I talk about music as medicine. Well, I think I think love songs are medicine too. And if they can bring you close to the people you love, that's a good thing. Uh, and uh, and so this yeah music lover is the the first first one coming down the line. Uh, so excited, nervous. How do you feel with this one coming? You know, up? I I performed it yesterday for the very first time, so I'm nervous. Uh, it's 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 a new song to me, obviously. So I'm kind of still trying to you know figure my way around it, but I love it so much. It's uh, you know the, when I first heard it. Um, so this is a song pitch. You know, when I talked earlier about sort of great songwriters out there. Yep. You know, and I'm I'm still writing a lot of my own material, a lot of songs, but it's nice to have songs like this that come to you that are undeniably just such amazing songs that you go want that song and uh, and luckily we got this one and it connected me to home it connect, you know when you talk about the balance uh, of, of family and, and work life I love being able to get on stage and sing songs about people I love and you know my wife's one of those people and and this kind of brings me home because she is such a, a major music lover that you know when I sing the lines in this song it uh, brings you back home to her all right so before we uh, wrap up do you think we could convince you to play it a second time right now i just so happen to have a guitar in my hands right now so. <laughs> all right so don amaro here on the steinbeck online podcast with his new one music lover she gets my heart bumping like an 808 Rattling my windows, shaking that bass. Ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh. And when she whispers, baby, it's a, a sweet sound like an old mixtape. Makes you wanna make out. Ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh. She got hips like a rhythm and blues, and her kiss can rock and roll. Soulful touch can soothe in her heart's pure solid country gold. I wanna turn her on like she's the radio. She moves me like no other. That girl is music, and I'm a music lover. Down backbeat groove in a song Stuck in my head Got me singing along Ooh, ooh. Yeah, ooh, ooh I live running my fingers Cross the skin like the needle does When the record spins Ooh, ooh Yeah, she got hips like a rhythm and blues And a kiss can rock and roll Soulful touch can soothe in her heart's be a solid country gold. I wanna turn her on like she's the radio. She moves me like no other. That girl is music, and I'm a music lover. Oh, I'm a music lover. 
808 rattling my windows shaking that bass yeah she got hips like a rhythm and blues in her gifts can rock and roll her soulful touch can soothe and her heart's be a solid country gold i want to turn her on like she's the radio she moves me like no other that girl is music that girl is music oh and i'm a music lover Well, you got the response <laughs> that you wanted from Danik. You got it from me. How's that? Yeah, okay. Nice. Can I sign a record deal with you? <laughs> yeah, on the post-it notes I have, yeah. Donna Merrill, man, you are fantastic. How can we uh, keep up to date with what you're doing, and, and when can we maybe uh, get our hands on some new music? Yeah, you know, I'm a pretty frequent social media poster, so and you can follow along on my journey there. Uh, best way to do that is actually go to donnamero.ca, uh, and uh, and you can follow along the journey there. Uh, and uh, there's, there's a bunch of links to all the Insta... Facebook, Insta, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, you know, and uh, I don't have a MySpace. No, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> showing your age a little bit there, though. I like that. Uh, do you have a tour schedule as well that we can follow along? Well, you know, actually, this is exciting news. So uh, we just found out that I've been invited to join the um, George Canyon, Doc Walker, and Charlie Major tour. So that's happening this fall. Wow, that is a that is a star-studded yeah, lineup. Yeah, I'm super. It's a hit after hits after hits tour, so that's why they invited me because <laughs> of all my hits. They're not going to hit uh, you, are they? <laughs> maybe maybe that's what they meant. <laughs> it's I, that uh, fine, it's fine print <laughs> of the contract again. Um, the uh, so, but also this summer there's Big Valley Jamboree over in Alberta, and then I'll be at uh, Manitoulin Island uh, Music Festival, and then also Harbor Fest over in Kenora, and then a bunch of kind of things in between. So that's all tour list is on there on the website as well. Well, we can't thank you enough for stopping in. We love it every time you do, and we hope to see you again soon, man. Thanks. Appreciate it.